Welcome back to episode four. Four. Of the House of Dragons podcast. Three now hot I get D- the shirt. <laughs> yeah. The Three Hot D's podcast. Podcast about the Game of Thrones prequel. My name is Robbie. Alongside the best looking man in the Seven Kingdoms. Cousin Benny Baratheon. Motherfucker. <laughs> and the second best looking man in the seven kingdoms ryan of the laughing tree yes thank <laughs> you i'll take second best looking um so yeah this is three hot d's uh a house of the dragon podcast um today we're going to be talking about episode four and the title of this is king of the narrow sea uh referencing damon obviously um and uh if you are not a book reader do not be a scared because this is going to be very light on spoilers. Uh, Benny and I have both read not Fire and Blood, which this is based on yet, although we will. Um, but we did read all the Song of Ice and Fire books and our humongous nerds. So we do have a lot of background knowledge, but we will not get into that. And then Robbie provides the even more valuable perspective of someone who hasn't read the books. So feel free to listen. Don't worry about spoilers. Um if we ever do spoilers, we will let you know to skip. Um, so thanks for joining us. Hope you guys like this episode and uh, send us an email because we would love to get it. Goinggraypod at gmail.com. And I believe, boys, we did get one. But does anyone want to say anything before we look at that? I'm pumped to, to have an email. And on the topic of emails, we, we want you to tell us your who sits the iron throne every week yeah. get involved in that conversation hell yeah and yeah you know you know that i have uh uh i love my emails we have <laughs> we we get a ton on the going gray podcast we got what seven last week i don't know uh too many to count yeah we're o- so. we're over o- on the proud marys on this podcast that's a little disappointing but hey yeah. what can you do Oh, well, she's they watch the show. Yeah, if it's she's watching Cobra Kai right now. So if it was a Cobra Kai podcast, she would have been writing emails in. <laughs> well, we'll take them. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, how about maybe before we get into the email, uh, what were your overall impressions of this episode? Did you guys like it? Did you not like it? You know, what do you think? Uh, Benny, why don't you start? Uh, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was definitely something that moved the plot along. Uh, but it was definitely a middle of the season episode. A little concerned about the fact that we're losing two of the actresses very soon. Um, So that, you know, that's that's in the back of my mind as I'm watching this episode, knowing that we're counting down the minutes, really, with these characters. Um, But overall, I thought it was a great episode. And I thought it was a depressing episode. I felt like and I was thinking of my who sits the Iron Throne this week, and we'll get into that later. It's hard to pick. It's hard to pick. I feel like everybody was kind of in a worse situation this week than where they started. Yeah. If I was an emo boy still, <laughs> I would probably love it. Uh, Robbie, what, what did you think about it? It was pretty decent. Uh, nine out of 10 on the creepiness scale. <laughs> um, yeah. Like Benny said, it was, you know, middle of the road episode. I don't think there was a lot of um, plot movement in this episode. Um I thought it was just like I thought it was okay. I wasn't wasn't like excited about it, but like Benny said, it's gonna it's gonna suck losing those two actresses because I think they uh they brought a lot to the table and they were you know they were going to continue to bring a lot to the table. Maybe that's why we saw you know 
couple of titties this week. She's getting out of here. <laughs> Spice it up. <laughs> Spice it up before she leaves. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I agree with you guys. Um, I didn't love the episode, but I, I, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Um, of the four episodes, it's my least favorite. But as far as a the story is concerned, this was a necessary episode. We have to, you know, move yeah. the plot along. You know, these are the reasons why stuff that's going to happen is happening. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I was, like Robbie said, a little creeped out at certain parts. But we need, you know, we needed this type of episode. And this is indicative of thrones episode uh, seasons you know there was always you know say episode four or five you know it was a lot of just like all right plot movement plot movement maybe like one or two crazy things to keep you talking um but yeah it was just basically like an hour of all right this is what's happening this is where we're gonna get to so necessary but not a, a top 10 episode i'm starting to think i'm a bit of a creep because all the incest stuff like do, like doesn't even phase me. I guess just because I'm so, yeah, in, it doesn't. you know, I, I know like what's going on. Like, you know, I know that this is kind of just part of their family tree that I like accept it. But I, I a couple of times next to me was like, oh, oh, <laughs> so but I was just, you know, weathering the storm. Yeah, I think, you know, what? I was more cre- honestly creeped out by the fact that he's, I don't know, 35 something something somewhere in that range and she's like 17 ish 18 i don't i mean that was more what's the age of consent in westeros though let's i mean come on (laughs) with with parental uh agreement it's you know eight 12 yeah yeah. (laughs) oh yeah if you're lena yeah but but how how old do you is rhaenyra at this point because we're like a full three four years after we started at this point and she, we started there. She was, I believe, about fifteen. So she's okay. about okay, maybe nineteen at the oldest. Yeah. Um. But even still, that's. I mean, we we're all about about Damon's age. Uh, if any of us was dating a nineteen-year-old, I don't think that would be so great. No. No. The fact of the matter is that not even that. Like even her cat, she just looks young. Yeah. Agreed. You know? and it was a little creepy, but. What can you do? Like Benny said, we're 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 used to that family just fucking yeah. being incest wackadoos. <laughs> um. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Be- so before we get into, uh, like you know, really discussing the episode, uh, I mentioned we did get an an email from Steve, our friend Steve. Um. Would anyone uh, like prefer to read it? I mean, um, Robbie, you are a good reader. Uh, I have it pulled up. If you'd like me to read it. Well, I'm leaning off screen. I can get it. Sorry. Um, yeah, I can read it for you. I do love, I do love reading emails. I know. Well, you're good so, at it, so might as well. You know. Well, you know, I wasn't in the whatchamacall like you were. What's that? What's that thing? Gifted Don't worry and talented. About it. Read, read the fucking email. <laughs> I wanted to weigh in as another member of the gay program. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- well, you're a, a freaking genius. You're 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 the smartest guy in the room, and you deserve it. All right, here I go. Sorry. That's okay. And here we go from our buddy Steve. Greetings, squires of the Tiny Council. Just finished today's episode. Loving the recaps each week. I wanted to hate it because Sir Bendrick is cheating on me and Anthony with the likes of you guys, who I wouldn't even feed to the imitation crabs. Just messing. That's not nice. I mean, (laughs) imitation crab is pretty good. 
<laughs> I, I totally let my dragon smash you into the ground in order to save your life from the man in the iron mask with grayscale. I mentioned to Ben on our show that you guys should let the inner nerd out and add more context to the show with some of the stuff from the books. I've also mentioned to him another show that does a good job from adding book context without spoiling the show called All Kings Considered on Nerdist Network. There were no free ads to them. That's I think right. anyone listening to you guys talk about the show also wants to learn more about Game of Thrones lore and all the cool side stories. Ben is also mentioning cool random stuff about the history. Shout out Ruby Ford. Looking at you, Ben, with a double point of finger guns, shooter McGavin style. <laughs> anywho, <laughs> anywho, keep up the good work and don't let the Iron Throne slit you with a good Lord split you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Ryan for noticing the two less digits on our boy V, on our boy Big V, and for watching Edgar Wright movies. He's on the Iron Throne this week for me. Thank you, Steve. There you go. Hey, yeah, Steve. We were... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, Steve, no mention of, of me. Well, guess what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, he was texting me after he watched the All Kings, All Schmings, Schmin Schmitter, because we're not giving out free ads here. <laughs> no way. Um, About like they go super, super deep. Like there's a couple of guys that are straight up like Game of Thrones slash Song of Ice and Fire historians. Um, And it was cool to see him like bringing up stuff where you're like, wow. You knew about that. And so, yeah, we were talking. I, he was thinking about buying the books, and I highly encourage that. Uh, we were talking his reference about the Ruby Ford. I was telling him how that that's one of my favorite kind of side stories about how the Ruby Ford got its name uh, with my boy, Bobby Baratheon, smashing Rhaegar and his the Ruby for uh, the rubies all over his armor sp- spread out all over the, the river there. And that's how it got its name. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, and I um I I heard it on your podcast like I don't disagree with wanting to do that with wanting to get very deep but I feel like um a that's not fair to uh Robbie um and also b I don't think anyone that's listening currently would like appreciate like that, that getting that deep or um you know, spoiling things or talking about like stuff that we know that's going to happen. Um, I do want to do that. Maybe someday we talked about, you know, maybe after the season, we'll do like a complete just like spoiler episode and Robbie can join if he wants or or moderate or whatever. Now maybe um, we'll, we can have, you know, Steve join yeah. for that one. Yeah. Or maybe the cousin. That must not be named. Yeah, he he's a book reader. I was also uh, our friend Chrissy was a book reader. She maybe I'll ask her if she's interested. Um, yeah, that'd be and cool. to go back to what you're saying about it with Steve getting the books, we we texted and I was just like, it's they're the best books ever. Don't do it. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. it's not finished. So like, uh, what the fuck? I was telling him how I went through literally every stage of grief since I finished uh, A Dance with Dragons. Of like bargaining and grief and anger. And now I'm just at acceptance where like, we're not getting these books. I know. I think we'll get book six, but I highly doubt we get book seven. Part of my bargaining stage was he's going to release book six and seven at the same time. I've, but... I've been in that boat too. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing real quick, I know no free ads, but I also, I personally like a podcast by the Bald Move Net, uh, Network called hot day similar to us um and they do um like a reaction podcast sunday night tuesday they do like kind of a deep dive and then thursday they do like a um like a 
you know, spoilers and shit edition. Yeah. Um, so I like them. And there, there's a ton of um Clash, uh, not Clash Kings. Um, what the hell is the name of that? There's a bunch of podcasts that I've listened to over the past couple of years um, about Game of Thrones. Because, again, I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. There's some, um, well, and, there's some email left. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Really? Oh, got, yeah. Yeah, oh. there is. There's more. You fuck. Sorry, Sorry Robbie. <laughs> I, thought, I, I just wanted to read it before we go on a, a tangent spree. <laughs> P.S. I may send an email for episode four after it airs this Sunday. P.P.S. Well, didn't happen. <laughs> P.P.S. <laughs> No ravens were harmed, asked to fly hundreds of miles to deliver said message. And quite frankly, I can't believe to begin with only part of Game of Thrones that makes me that takes me out of it is the fact that they knew exactly where to fly and that the letter survives the journey. You mean to tell me it never rained once? <laughs> that paper didn't get a little ripped up in the bird's talons? Now way. PPS, do you think Leo would have settled down with Lady Lena or was she too old? <laughs> I, I will not have Leonardo DiCaprio slander on this podcast <laughs> at all. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. He can smash and dash whatever he wants. I'd be doing the same thing if I was in the Wolf of Wall Street. Hey, listen. When you're living out, she would. Uh, he would. But then when she got to about 25, she'd be like, "See you later." Not here. <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off, Benny. No, I was saying when you know when you're that famous, you do yeah. whatever the hell you want. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I, I think, Benny, correct me if I'm wrong, because I agree with uh, what Steve is saying about the Ravens, because um, in the show, it's almost like as secure as a encrypted email like that. They're yeah. sending these Ravens. But I'm pretty sure in the books that like um, a like sometimes Ravens didn't make it be um, like sieging parties or uh, or enemies would specifically be like shooting at the ravens so they wouldn't yep. you know get messages out so they, they didn't really show that in the show much yeah a lot of the times they would you know they would send out multiple ver you know not versions but multiple copies of yeah, the letter right. just in case something happened to them but right yeah um well thank you very much steve our first email um much much appreciated uh, for those of you that have not sent the email yet, which is all of you, uh, <laughs> except for Steve, send us an email, goinggreatpod at gmail.com. Let us know who sits the Iron Throne. Let us know any questions you might have or or what your theories or um, tell us we're morons and we got something completely incorrect. Whatever you want, send us an email. We would love it. So, shall speaking we? Of, Go ahead. Speaking of getting something wrong what you are said gonna, are we gonna take the are we taking the black oh yeah that's right <laughs> see I, uh full disclosure my brain is mush today i've got like zero sleep last night i thought um, you had that that segue teed up nice i know i fuck i did <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry to, to both both you and our listeners that i f that one up um so quick segment before we get into the show uh is take the black and basically, if you're unclear on what I'm talking about, uh, in Westeros, typically, if you commit a crime, you can either A, be punished for it, whatever that might be, cut your hand off. We saw in episode one, people get their dicks cut off. Um, <laughs> you get sent to the cells, killed, whatever. Or you can take the black and go to the wall. So in this segment, I'm going to take the black for a mistake that I made during our last episode. And 
the only one who made a mistake because these two guys are perfect. Huh? It happens. You um, said it. I, I, I don't like making mistakes. I'm kind of a little bit of a perfectionist. So when I listened back last week, I was mad at myself. I said that Sir Jorah died at the Battle of the Bastards. He did not. He died at the Battle of Winterfell. Yes. Now, in my defense, I probably didn't remember it because no one could fucking see anything during that <laughs> battle. I got an yeah. email from, uh, not email, my cousin Lenny texted me. Yeah. And he said, uh, tell Ryan that Jorah didn't die. In Did the he battle. Really? Yeah. And I said, and I said, no, he, he texted us the next day and he wanted to hang himself because he, he messed up. I said, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so for I, catching me, Lenny. Anyone else that catches me or any of my uh, partners here making mistakes, let us know. Cause especially me, there's one thing I don't want to do is make mistakes on something that I could easily look up and should have had the right answer. So, does anyone want to admit to any other mistakes they made this week? I want to admit to uh, butchering the Ruby Ford story about five minutes ago. Well, could isn't it, that? Could it... I could have told it better. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I was going to say you told it. Yeah. You know, the story was correct. No, yeah. you told it good. Okay, thanks. I'm a little hard on myself, so. Well, it's a good job. <laughs> but that, I, I hope we. Do you think we'll ever get a show of uh, Robert's Rebellion? I would love that. That'd be awesome. Because Baratheon, Bobby Baratheon was a fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite characters by far in the books. Yeah. I would like to make a confession. I promised myself I wouldn't have two bowls of Cinnamon Toast Crunch on Sunday <laughs> during the football game. And I had two bowls. Did you feel sick after? Uh, I felt sick after the Niners blew it uh, 10 nothing lead at halftime. Yeah, but other than that, that it was me, okay. Yeah. That would have made me sick too. Okay. That's it. Um, nice. So what do you guys think? Should we get into discussing this episode, uh, before we, what's it? We've already been bullshitting for 20 minutes. So let's, let's get on with the show. Let's do it. Um, so I'd say, you know, what do you, what did you think about Damon coming home? Uh, actually, no, uh, I'm skipping the, the whole, the fuck boy tour that, uh, that Rhaenyra went on to go find the, you know her her suitor and we we come into and that was at storm's end so the guy that was next to her was a uh, baratheon speaking of bobby b um and uh don darian this old dude is talking and she's just like you're fucking old get out of here <laughs> so you see you later and then the kid comes up uh who is a blackwood um and is saying you know whatever like i'll protect you and of course a fucking Bracken is in the is in the the audience and is calling him a cunt and all this other stuff. <laughs> and uh, I loved that that kid stabbed that guy. That was oh amazing. yeah, he murdered him. And I, you kind of I feel like you knew that was coming too. Like he was get he was just getting set up for oh, yeah. you know getting made fun of and getting dragged. And you just knew he was <laughs> going to do something that that redeemed himself for sure. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. I liked um you kind of knew that he was gonna slice and dice that guy, so that was cool. I think he even oh, might yeah. he he might even uh started gagging after uh he did. He did he after he sliced him up. That was probably like his first kill. Yeah. So he was he probably looked, throwing he looked, up. Looked pretty badass. He was about 80, 81 pounds soaking wet, but he, he handled that sword. Yeah. 
with with armor he was 81 pounds yeah. um well he also i'm pretty sure i didn't want we talked about this uh i wanted to watch it again but um i'm pretty sure the bracken pulled like kind of like a dagger or a short sword out yeah and the blackwood had a full-on sword so yeah. like that's a disadvantage right there um for anyone that doesn't no, maybe you don't care, but the Blackwoods, who the kid was, and the Brackens um, are long, long, long time rivals uh, and feuders. They're like, you know, the Hatfields, McCoys, the the Swifts and Wests. <laughs> oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, they, I'm sure um, I read something about it, but. Thousands of years, because they're like right on the, if, you know, uh, in Westeros, they're right next to each other. Um, and they've just been feuding forever uh River, I think, riverlands i think they said yes they're both they're both first men so that's why they've been around forever yeah yeah um all right and then i was gonna start talking more about that but let's move on because nobody gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> email us if you want to know more yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i, so I then... think you knew i think you knew this whole tour was going to be a, an absolute failure from yeah. from jump uh, even when he told her, you know, you get to, you choose. I'll give you full autonomy over who you pick. Uh, you still knew at some, you know, in some way, shape or form, this just wasn't going to go well. But like he's like, I'll give you full autonomy, but you have to go on the fuckboy tour and pick one of them. Yeah. Like it's not really full autonomy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you still have to make some type of political match. So I, of course. Yeah. Sorry, drinking water. No, that's all right. I was thirsty too. What'd you think, Robbie? And did you, I mean, did you think that this was like going to even be close to successful? Come on. We, we knew this was going to happen. No, no, not at all. You knew this was going to happen. You knew she wasn't going to pick anybody because she's her own person. No yeah. matter, you know, full autonomy or whatnot. It, like you said, he, he, she she really wasn't given full autonomy. He was telling her to go there, and then had these freaking bozos picked out. And she was like, "Nah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. So, yeah." She's like, "I'm I'm I'm good with this. Let's go get supper. That's what yeah. Let's go eat some. <laughs> let's go eat some mutton. Let's get the hell out of here." <laughs> um, and then so then she's on the boat, uh, <clears throat> heading back because she was just like, "That's enough of this nonsense." And uh, our boy Damon swoops in almost almost clips the ship <laughs> and then uh and then shows up with a, a fresh cut and loved a crown. Loved the haircut did you did you what'd you think of the haircut robbie was it, I thought it was at, at the, uh, yeah i was like thank god he, he looked he looked creepy as fuck with the long hair but then when he came back with the slick back larry bird looking dude i was like he i was like <laughs> i was like i'm ready to rock with damon <laughs> <laughs> yeah if like you know this it, it, looking at this part because so the end of last episode, he was a badass. Then you come in and he's, you know, being heralded. Everyone loves him. He's, you know, saying he doesn't want to look at the fucking tapestries. So you're just like, this guy's great. And then by the end of this episode, eh, I don't know. Can I, can I say so? I don't want to no, not spoil, but I don't want to like, did he have something on his neck in, uh, and that makeout scene, I saw something online because I didn't notice that when I watched, and there's some heavy debate about what that is. So it might be grayscale, 
which would make sense. Although it's been a year, I, I don't know what the how long it takes for grayscale. Um, it might have been blood, a burn, something else. I don't know. I I didn't notice that when I was watching, but good eye, Robbie. And I'm not sure if we'll ever know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'd had a telescope out when I was looking, so I wanted to see. <laughs> but you made a good point. I, I didn't even think of it being like um like a year later. So I don't know when Grayscale forms or if he has syphilis, who knows? I think it's pre- <laughs> it's it's pretty quick. I mean, you're not gonna die super quick, but you're gonna start noticing it relatively That's what soon. I thought. And I th- from from what I think I remember from the books, it starts where you touched it. Right. So if he if he grabbed the crab king by his hand, uh, it would have started on his hand and, and worked up his arm. So, but I mean, to to your point, I I, I didn't even notice it. So that's you know I got to go back and watch that. Yeah, and I was thinking like, if all right, so this is a year later, um, approximately. I don't know if they tell us really exactly. Um, if he doesn't have grayscale, are they just gonna like ignore it, or, you know, I don't know. Will we get some kind of explanation? We might not. They may not have even thought of like doing that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I thought they laid it on super thick in the in episode three with like showing you his face and his body so many times that you know it, it they were planting some type of seed, but I don't know. Guess not. Yeah, what are you going to do? Um, so then, yeah, so he comes back. Viserys is all like, all right, awesome. Nice to have you back. Let me see that crown. Yeah, I'll put that that hammer on the chair. <laughs> that, that was pretty funny when Damon said that. Add this to the yeah. chair. Yeah. Um, and then they're, then they're having you know, a garden party. It looks <laughs> nice. Did you guys get fooled at all and think that he turned over New Leaf? Damon? Yeah. No. No. Nah, a little. Like for like maybe like a minute. And then as soon as as soon as the garden party was like kind of happening, I was like, eh, he's the same old butthole. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I got I got I got fooled a little bit. Uh, I yeah. thought he, he finally had his moment. Not that he was gonna be like Mr. Positivity going forward, but I kind of thought this was kind of like a new chapter in their relationship. I'm just so used to like eight seasons of Game of Thrones where you think these characters are going to, you know, one minute they're looking good and the next minute they're back to their old way. So I was like, the Damon's going to be that character that's like going to resemble a, ja- a Jamie or what's that guy's name? Little Finger or something like that. So he's the closest person like that. So I figured he wasn't going to turn over a new leaf. He was just, you know, just being the dick that he is and just kind of playing up to the part. In, in the time being right and do you think so all right so if he let's just say he didn't turn over a new leaf he is same old damon was him and i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit but what happened in the rest of the episode was that a planned um i don't want to say maneuver but like planned for some reason it was it was uh he was doing this to get arise out of Viserys or um, if it's if he did turn over a new leaf was he just like I don't know having a good time and didn't realize that this was wrong like he he said he wanted to marry her um, 
maybe he thought he was like, yeah, this is this. There's nothing wrong with this. It's fine. Yeah, I, I think I don't. Let me clear the air and just say that he definitely hasn't turned over a new leaf no, at all. No. Um, I, I think part of his plan was definitely to marry her. I think that's he does want that. I think it, it strengthens his play for power. Um, I think part of him is just kind of chaotic in general, but I being seen in the brothel was definitely purposeful because he takes the hat off. So everybody right. knows, yep. everybody knows who's in there. Um, uh, there was a, definitely, he wanted Vis- Viserys to know what happened because he knows Otto has spies all over the place. There's no doubt in my mind. He's made speeches in the brothel before and it got reported back to Viserys in less than 12 hours, it seems That's like. True. So he knows damn well that people are watching what goes on in there. Especially uh, Otto hates Damon mm-hmm. and wants Renera out of the picture so Aegon can take the throne. So like he's probably got spies on spies on spies on, on both of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of got ahead of ourselves there a little bit. Um, we'll get back to that. Um, what did you think of just them getting to that point? So like they have the garden party and then they're they're chit chatting and, and uh, you know, I don't know, basically just I don't know. They, I, I feel like nothing really came of that. There was one good line that that Damon had that's escaping me now. But um, that whole scene didn't really do anything i feel like it was just like some filler all right great it was nice um and then she finds the package in her room uh, with the uh the paper boy outfit or whatever <laughs> puts it on and then let's go to the fucking red light district of king's well, landing well what do you what do you think robbie because i i think that scene the the scene in the garden did have a big do you think what do you think robbie i don't know i'm not sure i'm kind of indifferent on that scene um i don't i'm not quite sure if it had a uh a big thing to do i don't you you did yeah i I think it it, this whole episode was damon playing rhaenyra like that that whole conversation that they had was him planting seeds in her head like not necessarily rebel but like think for yourself the whole world is fucked up like you you know you're he's getting her to talk about why she doesn't want to just be the dutiful wife so he's he's spending this whole episode planting seeds in her head to make her you know try to be her own woman quote unquote or to to rebel against what's necessarily expected of her so i think that was just kind of him leading her to have that kind of to to feed that rebellious spirit that she has so it it definitely wasn't said in so many words but it's the lesser version of the fuck who you want to fuck speech that we get later on in the episode you're right and i feel like um he kind of got his way as well in the uh like the brothel area when he finally got her to you know make out and maybe pull her pants down and maybe try and bang her and he just kind of like just stoned her and was like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm gone. He just kind of dick teased her and, and, and got what he wanted a little, you know, got what, what he wanted for a little bit. And then was like, all right, I'm out of here. Do you but think that's... that he purposefully said, 
I don't want to do this for whatever his reasons were. Or do you think that he couldn't sleep with her? I think he little whiskey deck or something. Could be because he, he did seem a little frustrated when he left. Yeah. I think it and maybe also not could... whiskey dick, but like um grayscale well, ang- grayscale dick. <laughs> or like anxiety, like he knows he's doing something wrong, so it's it's you know not and, working. And we, but not only that, we got that you know he can't finish the job a couple of times a season already. So right. it could it could be part of that. It could be part of him buying into the whole she needs to be a maiden if I am gonna marry her. And he knows exactly what Viscerus said that it doesn't have to be the truth that they slept together. It's the perception that right. other people think that they did. So that quote unquote sullies her in the eyes of the rest of all these other people that are trying to win her hand. And that plays into him being able to say, well, if none of these people want to marry her, then I'll just marry her. Right. Yeah. Fair point. I agree. You're this, that's why you're the smart one on this podcast, man. <laughs> Smartest one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so so then what did you think about the the whole like um Rhaenyra and Damon's night on the town? Like all the like stuff that they were seeing, um, the the like play, and she's like, boo, like Rhaenyra. <laughs> what do you think about seeing kind of like more of King's Landing? Because I feel like we kind of got in Thrones more like bird's eye view, typically of King's Landing. Uh, this was interesting to see just like, you know, um, that part of it. I thought it was cool. I'm <clears throat> I'm a I'm a a big orgy guy. So uh <laughs> <laughs> So anytime, uh, anytime I can get a couple scenes where it just it's just one big freaking gangbang sesh, it was uh, it was cool. But that like that those little plays took me back to um, uh, what's her name, uh, Aria. Aria, there you go. Yeah, when she was when she was seeing those plays and and when she was the the, the faces the faces woman with that yeah. one lady that she was trying to that she had to try and kill. So yeah, yeah it took me back and it was a nice little that, uh, nostalgia. That magic woman that. For some, I guess can heal stab wounds. That one, yeah, that yeah, like a massive <laughs> stab. Got stabbed, and it was just like, eh, you're fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, little. It was a little nick. You're fine. Yeah, a guts right away. Do you guys know what's that? Um, uh, I don't know. I can't even think of the term for it. But like, that's a device that writers and and shows and stuff use, where it's like the play within the play where you're getting your or you're garnering some information because of a play within the show or the book or the play that you're watching. I, I don't remember what that's called. Maybe it is play within a play. Um, but yeah, Thrones has done that a couple times. Um, so that was good. But yeah, it was pretty funny. Boo. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good to see, you know, the the kind of reaction on the ground, quote unquote, of of the you know the small folk and the people that are in in you know not so crazy words like the the fall the they receive the fallout is what I'm trying to say of all the decisions that are being made by the king and all this infighting and all that kind of stuff and you know you see what everybody it, they can tell you in the small council that everybody wants Aegon to be the heir because he's a man well he will be a man 
but you're you're actually getting to see that yes that's that's not just them talking about it the, the people do see that as the more legitimate heir right and then so the i mean we've we've referenced it several times already but then the brothel scene um is there anything you guys want to add about that scene i mean it was like uh, both of you said you know in some ways a little creepy in some ways maybe felt like eh, that's targaryens um but was there anything uh you guys wanted to add about that i, I mean i wanted robbie's uh, the orgy guy so i don't know maybe. <laughs> what's that what do you give that orgy out of 10 and how many cock rings out of five do you give that, that orgy <laughs> oh i give that i give that a four out of five cock rings <laughs> <That's> pretty good <laughs> it was a pretty decent orgy scene yes yeah. um so what we, sorry what were you gonna say benny i think i want to know i mean i feel like we keep doing this like skipping ahead to certain things like what was the whole payment thing with uh you know damon's mistress we'll call her like is is there some type Wait, of so you mean all right so um you're talking about the uh what's her name malaria malari something with an m um she paid Masaria. Masaria. That's what you're talking about when she gave yeah. the kid money. Yeah. My guess is that she is running the spy network of kids. Because remember, he was talking about her being a whore, and she's just like, "I don't do that. Shit I don't anymore. do that anymore." Yeah. So yeah. that's my guess is that she's like the um, uh, Barris or Barris Light of that era because she's got all the kids running around spying so like Otto pays her and then she pays the kids that's my guess I don't know which is kind of fucked for Damon because guess who's probably giving Otto information about what Damon's saying yeah but he also kind of fucked her so like I'm not that shocked I mean literally and figuratively (laughs) yeah (laughs) um that was pretty funny though because like he probably you know, was feeling kind of ashamed. I'm assuming he, when he just bounced out of there, he probably got lost in his cups and uh, was feeling pretty hungover. Didn't she, was it that was this episode when she said like lost, uh, it breaks up the fog or something. Yeah. Love. I love all the different ways they talk about like being drunk, hungover. Like it's just, I don't know. Lost in your cups is such a funny way to say it yeah um, i'll use that next time yeah definitely <laughs> lost in my cups of water <laughs> exactly um before that though um that before that whole scene because then that's going to lead towards into the end of the episode is we see rhaenyra who got real warmed up by damon <laughs> and she just had to uh get some d is there a uh, <clears throat> term uh for blue balls for a woman clam jam i like it <laughs> so, she, so she had a little she had a little clam jam and she was yeah. waiting you know she was a little hot and hot and bothered and needed a little uh you know a little little, little pick me up so yeah. damon left her hanging do you think that it was specific to sir Kristen dreamboat cole or if any dude was standing there, she would have been like, get your ass in here. 
I think it was specific to Kristen Cole. I think we've seen that relationship get built so much where, you know, from episode one, um, I think it's always been in the back of her mind. I think she thinks um, she stopped herself from maybe not necessarily pursuing it, but thinking of it as an option because he is Kingsguard uh, and that is frowned upon. And it's, you know, he's taken a vow of celibacy. So that's kind of out of her mind. But deep down, she has those feelings. And I think in that moment, she was just so fed up with the whole situation where she and like I said, I mean, this is where the the whole fuck who you want to fuck speech backfires on Damon is she takes that that uh, advice to heart. Yeah, it's I think the true. same thing. I I think she as you can see, like, I think she only has eyes for two people. That's Damon and uh, Mr. Cole. So. Even even the scenes where like she was picking, like in that I think episode two, where she was picking and she and she just went with with, with Christian Cole and everybody else was, you know, not good enough. And even in when she was, um, she had a little pick the uh, the guys routine in in the beginning of the episode this week. She wasn't really feeling anybody, obviously. So I think she always had that that yearning for uh, Christian Cole, and uh, I think she just acted on it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you guys are right. I was kind of just seeing if anyone thought differently. Um, yeah, I think she's had a thing for both uh, Kristen Cole and Damon for uh, a couple of years, probably at least. Um, what do you guys think about two things? One um, was is that funny that I have so many no, questions? No, 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 no. no I I'm, I think I know where you're going. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, uh, nice. All right, you probably do. Is one um the juxtaposition of uh the sex scenes with Rhaenyra and with Viserys that that so bad pox riddled <laughs> sore disgusting just piece of white bread Ugh. just flopping on Allison <laughs> and she's just like yeah this sucks and and you know in her mind is probably the conversation that she was having with Rhaenyra in the at the garden party was basically like my my role is to be in the castle and pop out babies and that's that's my whole life and that's my guess is that's what was in her brain um or just ew 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean boil boy was it's so gross man like <laughs> the stuff on his back was disgusting and like if, how are you not self aware to notice that this person is not enjoying it. Like if that was me and, and I was pumping and I look down and I see a girl dead with look in her eyes. She's like she's dead. I'm gonna I'm immediately getting off her and then going in the bathroom and running a hot bath and drowning myself in the bath. <laughs> but <clears throat> I always like to I always like to focus on like the camera work and especially the scene between um I can't, I forgot her name already. It's uh Rain Era and uh What's her name? The the, the Allison. Queen. Allison. Yeah. Uh, when they went to when she went to like hold her hand and, and the camera kind of focused on them holding hands, I kind of feel like like we said last week. I forgot how to said it, but like there's some sexual tension with them too as well. I feel maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know if, they, if they're trying to say yeah that there's some some tension there or it's just kind of like sisterly bond maybe friend you know friendship you know I, I don't know i think maybe we want it to be tension because you know that'd be nice 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, either way, like they are focusing on their relationship. Um, I think a lot. So yeah, good, good call, Robbie. Um, I think, I think they're just so polar opposites of each other. And that's what that whole scene was again, going back to the garden scene and then transitioning to that scene is one is doing what they want out of just, you know, and eschewing their duty, which is Rhaenyra. She's doing the things that she wants to do and and is not furthering the line, is not making a political match. And the other one has given up on everything that she wants in in the sacrifice of doing her duty for her family. And that's exactly what you're seeing, like you said, with the juxtaposition of those two scenes is essentially they're doing the same thing, but they're doing them for completely different reasons. Um, and I think at this point, Viserys knows it's 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 baby making time because he doesn't have much time left. I think he knows that the writing is on the wall. Uh, so that's that's where he's at. And I think Allison, in a way, is, is almost like I just got to deal with this for a little bit longer and then I'm out of here. Yeah, that's true. Because he's on he's on death's door. <laughs> yeah, he's that boy is, he's falling apart. Jesus, man. He's going to hell piece by piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's- um, the other thing that I was I liked or thought was interesting about the scene with uh with the scene that we're talking about is how long it must have taken everybody in medieval times to actually have sex because it was like all right take especially you know knights and maidens like so you gotta take the piece of armor off then you gotta untie everything <laughs> take all the little pieces off so there was. The reason I'm bringing it up, A, it's just interesting to to see, but also B, Kristen Cole had plenty of time to think about his sworn duty to the Kingsguard and the fact that he probably shouldn't be banging Rhaenyra. Um, Although sworn duty of the Kingsguard is to basically respect all the commands of the king and or queen. So she commanded him to bang. So he's... He's honoring that duty. Oh no, and no, no, I don't want to bang. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> but I don't. Please take off my seventy-five pounds of armor. And also, he said in in last week's episode that everything he has, he owes to her. So is, you know, I'm sure he does want to, but I'm sure there's also a part of him that feels like he owes everything to her. So this is, you yeah. know, he's not necessarily payback, but like he has to do this. And also, she's a powerful person. It's not like he's just like banging some whore at, you know, in King's Landing or whatever. If it gets out that this happened, she might be able to pull some strings uh, with the help of her father and whatever. So I don't know. But then it's also more likely to be like a political scandal. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone's ever going to a find out or B if this will continue. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. You usually see like in sex scenes, like everybody's just like getting crazy, throwing everything off, pushing stuff off the table. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Cole, a respectable human being, took his armor off, placed it neatly down on the ground, <laughs> yep. and then got ready to, to 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 smash and then dash. So it was that's what that's the kind of character is. He's a respectable man. Yeah. But he also wants to, you know, have a little sex. Yeah. Knock boots. Exactly. I don't blame <laughs> Um, and then the next morning he comes in cause he's at work and she's like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> and he's just like, Hey, what's up? Uh, we yeah. gotta go. 
Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, after all that sex, um, um, basically, what happens, as we know, is you know Otto finds out and decides he's gonna tell Viserys. Now, I feel like that they wanted you to think. And and maybe I'm wrong. Well, I want to see what your opinion is. Um, did you think that Otto potentially second guessed telling him? Like, was he like, I don't know if I'm going to tell him this. He, like, I feel like they wanted you to like think that for a second. But like, we all know that this is bringing down. Like I said before, it's bringing down Damon. It's bringing down Rhaenyra, who are his top two targets to get basically Aegon on the throne. So. I don't know. Did you did you think at all that he was just like, ah, maybe I won't tell him? I saw you shaking your head now. <laughs> Robbie, you want to take it first? I will say <clears throat> no. I think he it, it was planned. Um, I think he wants Aegon on the throne, and I think that this was his golden opportunity to kind of plant a seed in Viserys' head that, you know, Damon and Rhaenyra, you know, oh what like we're just doing freaky shit over there and, and, you know, just being seen and down in the, uh, then the old brothels over there. So I think that he had the spies over there. And I think that that was, that was a hundred percent planned. And I don't think he second guessed himself. I think, I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely not. There was no hesitation. I don't think at all. I think he, he tried to play the part when he went to see Viserys, but you, he was like, almost like playing it like slow playing a hand in poker where he's like, yeah, yeah. no drag it, make it seem like I don't want to tell you. He's <laughs> yeah. like, check, 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 check. And then he pushed his chips all in all right. to, and made his move to, to kind of, you know, to make it seem like this was a horrible thing. I shouldn't have to tell a father about this, but you know, right. damn well, that is exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. He definitely had a mental boner the whole time he was talking about <laughs> it. Um, but the best part about that is he's like, and you said he's slow playing it. So he's like, you know, my Lord, uh, I have troubling news. Viserys is like, okay, what is it? Uh, your your daughter and, and uh, Damon were seen at a brothel. Okay. And they were doing things. Okay. Yeah. They were fucking. And he's just like, you're a liar. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he gets to that point and it's like, it's just like, okay, okay, okay. You're a liar. No. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm loving Viserys the actor more and more as it, it. as it goes on. Like he's been crushing it the last couple of weeks. Uh, I love that scene. That was a good scene. Yeah. Does he sit the Iron Throne this week? He does not. We'll find out. <laughs> I know we will for Robin. Hey, he sits on my freaking um, Iron Throne. <laughs> Chris, yeah, Robbie's Iron Throne is gonna be Kristen Cole's penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Right. Um, so then after that, he, you know, calls Damon and is just like, get the fuck out. Um, yeah. But Damon, you know, before that happens, is like, I want to marry Rhaenyra. Um, it's a Targaryen tradition. Let me do it. And Viserys not having it. Um, so and, and then and I don't want to forget this. So then Rhaenyra goes in and Viserys is basically like, all right, I tried. You're marrying uh what the hell's his name? Corliss? No, um uh, I don't Larian, think he's gonna be on uh, the, what the hell someone with an L. The yeah, guy yeah, Le- Leon or something. Lenor. Like that. 
yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But let's can we back up just a step? Yeah, yeah. Please. Um we are skipping over the scene with uh Rainera and Allison, where yes, she right. comes at, she comes out and there's a part of me that was like, Oh boy, she's about to admit something that she should not be admitting. Um, I thought she was gonna fall into a trap there, but uh, you know, that didn't end up being the case. Thought again, another good scene with those two playing off of each other. Um, makes me sad that they're not gonna be around much longer. Uh, but what did you guys think about that scene? Robbie, you want right. to take it? Uh take it. No, I just I agree with you completely. It's and it, and I'm upset that I just skipped it. Um it was a great scene. I think the the best part about it was like you said, the two actresses doing a great job. Um I'm I'm both surprised and not surprised that Rhaenyra like lied about it. Um you know, I well did she lie though? No, she you're right. It's plausible deniability basically (laughs) where it's just like we didn't fuck that we did they didn't probably you know i don't think it was any insertion there so um (laughs) the fact that she did sleep with Kristen cole was not something she had to deny um so you're right there like she she lied but but didn't lie um but it was still it was great scene um yeah, I'll be sad to see these two go. Yeah, me too. She pulled a, she pulled a Bill Clinton. Yeah, and <laughs> did, did not have sexual relations she, she, with, she, that, with that woman, with that man, Damon, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Damon. Oh, fantastic but, reference. Yeah, I yeah. should. Yep, I didn't bang him. I mean, I might have grabbed his his pishkadel, but you know, we no insertion. Yeah. yeah. So no, no coitus. Yeah, she I, didn't. She didn't I, lie. Oh, what did what did Otto? Oh, he said coupling. That's what the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were coupling. Yeah. Okay. I thought she, for a second, she thought that she got caught with Kristen. 100%. She probably did. That would, and you know what? That probably, something like that could probably just get brushed under the rug. Like, as far as, um, you know, the people or the, or the, you know, court or whatever. Um, Well, right. Right, because what what Vizera says, it, there's a perception problem. There's not a exactly. truth problem, and that's and that's something that is every politician or person in power ever. That's that really is what it comes down to. It's not necessarily what the truth is; it's what the perception is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the fact that even if let's just say that the orgy scene didn't happen, Robbie A would be upset. <laughs> Just upset, just then. destroyed. <laughs> but B, if everything else happened except for the orgy, and Renera and Damon were seen uh, going drinking and like being in, you know, whatever. I don't think this is Flea Bottom uh, in King's Landing. I think it's like just like the red light district type of place. That still does not look good. So that's not an ideal situation for her to part herself in, but she did. And we are, we're at where we're at. Exactly. Just is what uh, it is. Yeah. Um. So was that, was the, so the we'll, end of the episode? So or I was going to say, go ahead and get into the, the Rhaenyra and Viserys scene. That was, I think where we yes. took a step back. 
Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah, I mean, basically, um, he's just like, all right, well, you fucked up. You're marrying uh Lenor, which, I mean, is actually a great match for the realm, uh, or for these two families, um, but that's on her. She fucked up. She still. She probably could have still chosen any anyone i mean anyone within reason someone who was still a lord of some kind she couldn't marry Kristen cole um but uh and she you know basically accepts that punishment she's just like i fucked up that's on me i'll do it and uh i'm curious to see how that's gonna go i feel like you might be right benny because you brought it up uh about the time jump i kind of have a feeling that this is where the time jump's going to happen where um it was like all right this is you're marrying this person and then the time jump is going to be they've been married for x number of years or something yeah i mean i might be wrong but that's just that's my theory i think we might get one more episode i think they said it was after the fifth or the, the sixth was when the tri- time uh, okay. jump happens um but yeah, I mean, and the other thing we kind of skipped over a little bit, and we could just touch on this for just a second, because there's really, you know, nothing too crazy, is uh, Coralus has moved the chess piece by yes. uh, marrying off his daughter to, uh, you know, a, a noble, a nobleman of Bravo's Bravos, da- yeah. daughter. So this is kind of the counter move of bringing the Valerians back into the fold and giving them some power back in Westeros. So like you said, I mean, she might have still had a a choice if the events of this episode didn't happen, but ultimately now this is a hundred percent the move that has to be made. Right. And it was a th- kind of a throwaway line, but they said something to the effect of that, like Corliss was really squeezing the stepstones, like even worse than the crab feeder. Do you remember that line? I don't. It, Robbie, did you catch that one? I did not. Um, it was something to that effect, whereas basically from what it sounds like is like, so the crab feeder was, you know, r- really like trying to rule that area. But Corliss now it was in the beginning, I think, uh, when Damon's just like talking to Viserys and he's like, well, who's who's ruling the step zones? And he's like, Corliss is like really squeezing the life out of him. I'm pretty sure. Um, whatever. It's not a big deal. I guess we'll so find he's, out more. He's making moves. Yeah. He's making moves. I could see him being a big part of next episode. That um, <clears throat> that scene between uh, Viserys and Rhaenyra uh, had my favorite uh, line in it when he told her that you are my political headache. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I enjoyed that. But that was a good scene. I mean, she accepted it. She did what she did. And, you know, as long as nobody finds out that she was banging uh, Christian Cole, then I guess she's going to accept what she has to accept. But All she right. also pulled a power move of her own. Yep. And essentially got uh, auto fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't. That I think maybe that should be the the thing we leave off on. Auto gets fired. Seen in the episode, they, I think. Does he get I unemployment mean, benefits? Yeah, <laughs> he gets a good severance package. <laughs> All right, that's, that's good. Right. All right, so I, I don't think, feel bad. I think. Uh, listen, the dialogue between the two of them were great, and I don't want to just. I don't want to lose this thought, but how upset do you think Otto really is because i think he knows it there's a possibility like he might be out of the picture for a little bit but he may be he may be you know like tywin where yep a you know aegon 
still he's still going to be scheming to get Aegon on the throne, and he's going to be right back there at at the king's side. Agree, hundred percent. I agree. I don't think it makes a difference. I don't think he's pissed off that he he got fired. I just think that he's a political schemer, so he just he's just going to go work behind the scenes and keep on plotting and scheming to get his uh, Aegon on the throne. So yeah, I agree with you. I I don't think he's he's upset. I just think that now he has more of an opportunity to just be a behind the scenes player and, and, and still wind up as the hand, you know, yeah. in a couple of years. Right. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. Um, I think if anything, if he's upset at all, it's just like losing the title because then like formal things, he's not going to have the, you know, the title to say like, I'm the hand I'm second in command, like do as I say. Um, yeah. But I think you you both are right where he's going to just move to the shadows and do stuff there until it's time for Aegon to, you know, ascend the throne. And he probably knows that Viserys is like on death's door. So he's like, this will happen. All I got to do is get rid of Rhaenyra. And, you know, maybe I make a deal with Corlys or something. Um, you know, this can definitely happen. So, yeah, I don't think he's that upset. I think he's just kind of more mad that like now he has. Now he doesn't have that the pin on his on his lapel. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think is gonna? Be, I don't, well, if there's not a time jump next episode, I wonder if we'll see a new hand. I wonder who that might be. Maybe oh, it's you, the the master of coin. You think the uh, strong? I think I this think. is all those conversations that they've had, and especially the conversation they had in the tent where he was like, you know. I'm not, oh no, I don't want you to to marry into my family. This is why, you know, they've made it a point of him be, being like the voice of reason this whole I think time. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think, Robbie? Who's the next hand? I didn't really give it any thought. And then Benny made a great point per use. <laughs> so <laughs> I agree. Uh, I, uh, I forgot about the marriage of coin and I forgot about those scenes between them. So yeah, I think, uh, that's who Viserys kind of trust. You know who could be a very political, politically savvy move is Corliss. Yep. Try to bring him back into the fold. So now you're getting the daughter and you're getting the hand of the king title. So you're that, right. you know, yes, you've married into the Bravos family, but yeah, let me sweeten the deal for you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I'm trying to look it up quick because I don't want to waste too much time, but I don't think Strong is the master of coin. Um, I think that is he's something else on their council. I just I don't want anyone to have to take the black next week. <laughs> um, ba, 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 ba. Lord Lionel yeah. Strong. Yeah. Uh, the maester. Okay. Master of coin is... Lyman Beesberry. He's the master of laws. Oh, all right. So he's the strong arm of the law. Nice. Love it. Nice. And then the master of ships is uh because after Corliss left is Sir Tylan Lannister. That's why he was at the small council this week. Yeah. And then they um they say the Master of Whispers is Lord Laris Strong. But I always thought the, that being like a title is stupid because if, if you're like the 
the whisperer guy, the spy guy, shouldn't you like not have a title? <laughs> shouldn't I you thought be, like in the background. I, I thought that was more of an unofficial thing. But all right. Know. Who's Whatever. the uh, who's the master of orgies? <laughs> that's that's you, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sir Sir Robert the Bold. <laughs> that's right. Um so yeah, so what do you think? I think we went fairly long on this episode so maybe we should do the who sat the iron throne for us unless there's anything else from this episode you guys want to bring up all right good i I don't really have anything nice uh i think the snake draft rule means that it goes back to benny for the first pick this yes i'm ready breeze Give me one second here. I just want Benny to make sure I get the, the name the, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I put my I don't like to repeat. Um, I would I would I was thinking about going back to back with uh Viserys just because he had another strong episode acting wise. Fair. Um, but like I said earlier in the episode, I think that everybody kind of ended up in a worse off position than they were when this episode started. Right. So with his strong showing. Five minutes into the episode, I am giving it to Willem Blackwood. He is sitting the wow. iron drunk for me this week because nice. he fucking showed out when it really mattered. That's a good choice. I'm kind of mad that I didn't think <laughs> of that. Hey, he he got shit on for a while and then he shut everybody up. So there's nothing there's not a better story in Westeros than that. So he sits on the Iron Throne, and according to Game of Thrones, he's also the king now. So because he has the best story. Fair. Yeah. Ah, don't remind me of that shit. <laughs> um, Robbie, would you like to go? Or would you like me to go? Um, I can go. Yeah, go ahead. My person who sits on the Iron Throne is none other than Mr. Christian Cole. Damn it. Sorry. So okay. uh he sits on the Iron Throne because A, he's the handsome, handsome as can be. <laughs> B He's a defender of his of his of his lady, and three, he got the banger. And what's <laughs> better than that? You know, he, I I thought I I was really gonna go Viserys because I thought he was great in this episode. I am turning the corner on him. Um, his face still annoys the shit out of me, but <laughs> I love. Uh, uh, I love where his character's going, and he did. He did kind of. He did kind of last pretty long, uh, banging uh, what's the name? So <laughs> I don't think he's got feeling there anymore. <laughs> no, honestly, I guess, I guess wow. not. But it, it, there was a couple. He, it, the season went back and forth. I'm like, wow, he's still going. Good for him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kristen Cole is my uh, is my Iron Throne. It would because... be funny if you actually went back and analyzed that scene, and it's just the same second looped <laughs> over and over and over again, like speed, like when, yeah. when he did the speed, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Mr. Cole is sits on the Iron Throne this week. Um, uh, yeah, that'd probably be the last time he sits on the Iron Throne for me, but uh, yeah, I figured just give it to him. He yeah. uh, he's Fuck probably not gonna the princess. He, yeah, he's probably not gonna get back. He's probably not gonna get laid again for the rest of his life. So let him have his moment. I think no, good choice. And I think just now I had a thought. I don't. We haven't done this because I think maybe episode one or two, two of us picked the same. I think from now on, the rule should be nobody can, 
you can't pick the same person. It has to be a different person. So like, you know, I can't pick Christian Cole, Kristen Cole because Robbie did. What do you guys think of that? Love it. Love it. Love All right, it. good. Um, so because he was my pick, I will choose. Um, I guess I'll choose Viserys um, for some of the reasons that you guys gave already. Um, mostly, be, I think, because of the actor is doing an awesome job. But he did show a lot of strength this episode, even though he also showed a lot of disgusting back skin. Oh, gross. Um, but think about it. So he basically was just like, fuck you, Damon, get out. And Damon is clearly, I would say, if it if you're just measuring the two men, Damon is a more formidable person, a uh, more powerful person, but in the kingdom, clearly the king, and he showed that strength. He was just like, get the fuck out. Damon didn't say anything. I mean, is Damon going to go back to the veil to his wife? Probably not. <laughs> um, but he was still not just like a pushover. Um, and then same thing with Rhaenyra. So he's like, you fucking Damon? All right. Well, now you're getting married. Enjoy that. And yeah. And he also called Allison when he was uh, looking for a little loving. <laughs> it's it's almost like he's figuring it all out at the wrong time and i think right. that's his, that's gonna late. be his his tragedy is he's gonna finally come into his own but it's just gonna be too late it what was that saying that your mom shared with us robbie smart too late or something like that yeah uh, i think it was smart too late uh old too soon or smart too late something like that but yeah basically yeah viserys's um kind of learning and getting wise and it's almost too late to a certain extent yeah um but i yeah overall a very enjoyable episode i think we're all in agreement that it was not our favorite so far of the season um but definitely necessary move the story along and uh a lot of good good scenes for sure um what do you can i throw a, can i throw a spoke in the wheel real quick no, go ahead. The closing episode, the closing scene of this episode is yeah. Rainera be- being given moon tea. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she has to now make a choice. I didn't bang Damon, and I'm getting this because they think I did. But also, I did take a nice load ski. And sure. I probably could use this. So what is she going to do? I just I'm shocked that everyone, nobody in medieval times pulled out. Like, <laughs> it seems like every time someone has sex that they're getting pregnant and like yeah. everyone knows what you know what the the woman's schedule is like that it's like oh they're fertile right now let's fuck yeah yeah Nobody's she's in that. heat she's yeah. in heat but i think you're right i think she she does have a big choice and i think she's probably gonna take it just because if she has a baby everyone's gonna assume it's damon's mm-hmm and even if she's like, no, it's not, I swear, it's Kristen Cole's, that's not a great situation for her to be in either. Well, yeah, but even, even even the fact of her just being pregnant, I mean, confirms that she's, you know, a, a solid maiden. maiden. Yeah. yeah. Did you was did part of you think when she was going to talk to Viserys, they were gonna check to see if she was still a virgin or not? 
I kind of did think that. <laughs> yeah. And then I was I was reading something because I uh I forgot where I saw this about that and they were saying like well it's oftentimes uh girls that ride horses break their hymens yes think about a girl who rides a dragon that hymen is exploded. <laughs> long long gone <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness um nice so what do you think should we wrap this up i think we're at like an hour 15 or something like that yeah Put it to bed. Yeah. I, you know who, what else needs to be put to bed? This guy. I know. Guy, Thanks I'm for sticking going, it out. No, nah, no yeah. problem. Thank I'm you. I'm going straight to bed after this. Uh, well, night, I'll night. send you guys the you know, the clip first, and then we'll, I'll go to bed. Uh, pro right there. Pro move. I try. Any, any, Either of you guys want to say anything before we end this? I think we're about to see, I know Robbie was brought this up and I think in our first episode, but I think the chess pieces are now in place for us to start bouncing all over the place and getting a bunch of different storylines. You might be right. I hope so. Let's go. As, as my buddy Prince would say, let's go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Robbie, tell him good night. <laughs> Good night, Viserys. You backscabbing bastard. <laughs> All right. Good night, guys. Good night, Grey Boys. <laughs>